Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. This is Michael Savage. And I think the most important program of my 25-year career. I'm not going to please everyone today. I hope I please some people. But let me tell you something. There's enough blame to go around. There's certainly enough blame to go around. Now, I could ask you, who do you blame for these two mass shootings in a short period of time? You can blame anyone you want. The left immediately blamed white men. Right away, the racists on the other side said it's white supremacy. I was shocked to hear it coming out of the president's own mouth. I was actually sickened by it, to be frank with you. How would you change the laws in order to curb these shootings? Should weapons of war be banned? I know that I shouldn't even ask it, but I will because I've asked it before. You want to have that debate? I'm willing to have that debate. Should they? Does the Second Amendment say that you shall be allowed to have an assault weapon? I know you're going to say it's not an assault weapon. How did that piece of garbage get off so many shots in 30 seconds and kill so many people? What would you call that, a love weapon? That gun was not developed for hunting deer. That gun was not developed for home protection. That gun was developed for a war zone. You want to talk about that? How about prescription medications? Do you realize that more prescription meds are prescribed in this country than opioids? How many of these shooters were on prescription medication? Should violent video games be curtailed should there be an age limit on violent video games one of these idiots watched them since he's a little kid do you know what's on these video games you know they show to kill people wearing goggles of the exact type of goggles that this guy wore did you know that what should the media be doing to calm everyone how about stopping the climate of hate towards white men i'll talk about that and by the way while we're talking about blame how about marijuana Did you know that marijuana promotes violence in some susceptible individuals? Check the psychiatric literature if you think I'm making it up. And here's the final question for now. And again, I invite you to call 855-400-7282, 855-400-SAVAGE. The Toledo mayor asked a question that shocked me with its clarity. It was perhaps the most clear, thought-out statement of all. He asked, why is this the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly? Doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. Why here? I'll repeat it in case you can't follow it. Why is America the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly? It doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. Why here? Immediately, the racist yelled, white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. I was shocked to hear that coming out of the bartender's mouth. I was not surprised, but shocked at that. Loud mouth, loud. That failed bartender would shoot her mouth off like that. No, it's not white supremacy. 
How about the fact that these boys, these bottom-feeding boys, these losers who had either no father or a dysfunctional father, did you, did you know one of them had a father uh, who wrote a book? I have it right here. You're not going to believe this one. You're not going to believe this one. One of them had a father who was an alcoholic and a drug addict for years. He's a therapist now. You think that had anything to do with it? How about bad parenting? And by the way, when have you last seen the Ten Commandments in a schoolroom? The ACLU kicked God out of the schools a long time ago. When I was a little boy and I was in a school, I read the Ten Commandments every day. I'd look at them. I didn't know what they meant, all of them, but they were pretty clear. First one, or number one, or three, or four, said, thou shalt not kill. I saw that in a schoolroom. When have you last seen thou shalt not kill? When have you last seen that? The vermin in the ACLU killed God in our schools and replaced it with what? Violent video games, hatred, drugs. So there's a lot of blame to go around. Should weapons of war be banned? Should prescription meds be seriously curtailed? Should violent video games be prohibited for those under age 21? Should marijuana be curtailed in this country? We remain the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly. It doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. Think about that. Why here? By the way, we invited the NRA on this show, the Savage Nation. They will not come on this show. We invited the Gun Owners of America, the GOO, Gun Owners of America, GOA. They will not appear on this radio show. That's a sad statement that the NRA, which has billions or hundreds of millions of dollars, will not defend their positions on this radio show. Why not? It's very sad. The phone number again is 855-407-282, 855-400-SAVAGE. Let me read you a paragraph before I take your calls. Listen to this paragraph and tell me where you heard it. Hatred is in the air. We are living in an age of hate in which mental pollution is worse than air pollution. The most accessible and comprehensive of all unifying agents. Hatred is spreading like a virus into all too willing hosts. It unifies knee-jerk liberals, no matter what their other differences. The hatred of conservatives, the hatred of Trump and his voters, is just one of the many cases of mass hysteria infecting American society today. But it is likely the most destructive. That was the opening to my book, Stop Mass Hysteria, which many of you bought, but many of you never heard of, because the media refused to have that topic discussed. What can be done? Well, how about stop attacking vulnerable young white males? How about age limits on violent video games? How about curtailing overprescription of antidepressants, which is worse than the opioid epidemic, but nobody will say it? And do you know why you don't hear anything about the antidepressants and their relationship to mass shootings? I have told you about interlocking corporate directorships since I began in radio. That used to be a watchword of the left. The left wing used to warn us in the 60s about interlocking corporate directorships. What does that mean? It means the same individuals who sit on the drug companies that make antidepressants sit on the boards of companies that own the media. Did you know that? So that's why the media never talks about antidepressants. I would challenge anyone listening to the show to tell me when you've last heard antidepressants being discussed on Fox News. And then check out the board of directors of News Corporation with the board of directors of Pfizer and the other drug companies. And then maybe you'll come to understand where the wisdom lies in this. Again, there's a lot of blame to go around. My goal here today is to try and calm things down, not uh, make things worse. But again, we have to look things in the eye. This is the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly. It does not happen in any other country on the, on the planet. Why is it happening here? I will take your calls right now. Fred Line 4, California, go ahead, please. Make it short. What's on your mind? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of great points you made, but the one that uh, a lot of people forget is the toxic masculinity war that we have against boys and drugging them early, especially uh, I'm not white. I'm a Mexican-American, but uh, when you start drugging white boys and then tell them that they have no worth in society, uh, a man, when they become adults, they have to channel that energy somewhere. It's not being channeled towards families and faith and community. It's uh, towards anger, and this is what you get. I think that you're a, you're a brilliant man, and I think that you made a cogent statement that will be hard to, to beat today on this show. And I want to thank you for thinking so clearly, and uh, especially since you say you're not even of the white race. It's a shame we even have to say that, because 
we should all be together on this today, but we're not. Immediately, the vermin on the left started attacking white people. Did you hear that today, my friend? Oh, I did. I mean, it's... How did you feel about Donald Trump himself saying we have to stop white supremacy? I, I almost threw up when I heard it. I, I, I winced, actually. Why would he, of all people, say a thing like that? You know, unfortunately, he's a New Yorker. He talks first and then he thinks later. And that's what gets him in trouble, even though... <laughs> yeah, he ought to have a talk show. Yeah, well, if he had a talk show... He Let me ask you something. Uh, Fred, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work in the automotive industry, service industry, so I deal with all sorts of people. Yeah, but you know what I said? In America, the average man is not so average, and you typify that. I'm going to send you the only thing I have to give as a gift, which is a savage life. And I'm not selling books. Just listen to me carefully. In that book, there's pictures of me as a kid, and one of those pictures is of me on a rifle team by the way, and that rifle team had a club down in the basement of the high school I went to, Jamaica High School. We had live ammunition. We had rifles, Mossberg 22s, I remember to this day, and in between classes, we'd have a timeout. I'd go down there and shoot targets. You know, not one boy has ever shot himself in those years ever in a schoolroom, never shot anyone in the hallway. You know who our teachers were? Korean War veterans, World War II veterans, men, real men. They taught us to respect the gun, not to play with it. It wasn't a toy. And they taught us a gun can kill. Be very careful with it. And they taught us how to shoot the gun. But no kid shot himself. No kid broke the gun out and ran through the halls on a rampage. Why? There were no drugs. There were no prescription drugs. God was in the classroom. The father was in the living room. The mother was in the house. The country may not ever be able to recover from the breakdown of the family and the death of God. But we, the people, certainly can do some things to curtail this insanity. And I want your help today in getting the message out to the world and the savage nation. The phone number here is 855-400-7282. Let the games begin. Savage. Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. That's according to the great prophet Jesus, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The fact is, there's a lot of blame to go around. You could say it's guns. You could say it's uh, prescription drugs. You can say it's the hatred of the Democrats towards poor white men. And I say poor white men because they're the only ones who are being stepped on in this country. You can say it's uh, no age limits on violent video games, but you're not going to hear that either in the media because, again, the interlocking corporate directorships, they sit on video game boards news boards, drug boards. So the freedom of speech that we are enjoying on this show is something that is unique. Prescription drugs, big deal, very big deal. Video games, big deal. But assault weapons are another deal, and I'm sorry that you have to face that. The phone number is 855-407-282. Why is this the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly, I asked? It doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. Why is it happening here? Adam in North Carolina, you're first up. What's on your mind? Go ahead. Hey, I just wanted to say that I think the problem is, and the true blame is, is that America forgets to look at the reflection of how this country was brought together. And if you look at it, it was due to hate. You know, no one... You sound like one of the most... I can see that you never went past the fifth grade. Oh, no. Uh, Can you name a country on earth, sir, please... Please think. America was founded on hate. Okay, how was Finland or Sweden founded? Because because there were the, what I'm what I'm trying to explain to you. No, I want you to listen point. to me and try to try to have a dialogue. Try to have a dialogue. Sweden was founded by Vikings. How come there's no gun violence in Sweden? Well, because we're not we're not, we're not we can't really discuss the mannerism of Sweden dealing with America. America Sir, did. you came up with a dumb statement that came from your prejudiced heart. You said America was established off of hate. So I tried to ask you, how is it a country like Sweden, which was founded by bloodthirsty barbarians called Vikings? How come there's very little gun violence? And you can't answer the question? Well, the same, there's, very, there's very little gun violence in the UK as well. But, 
I mean, well, oh, so there you go. So how come there's no violence in a nation that was founded on violence? The UK was founded on violence. Well, but you have such a hatred for this country that you say the country was founded on hate. You ought to look in your own heart, Adam. You are filled with hatred. I, I, yeah, right. But you don't think you are. But you don't think you are. It just shows you how prejudiced some people are. They don't even see what they're saying. I bring up a simple fact which destroys his argument, and he doesn't even understand it because he can't reason. Colorado, Val, your opinion. What's causing all this gun violence? Dr. Savage, thank you for taking my call. You know, I listen to you almost every day, and we do have some things in common. And one of the things we have in common is I was in corporate IT for about nine years. Can you answer the question, please? We don't want your life story. We don't have time for it. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I think the reason for a lot of this anger amongst white young men is because they're being stepped over. They're being stepped over for jobs. They're being stepped over uh, for opportunities. Okay, and it's got nothing. Oh, I agree that there's a certain degree, a, a great degree of uh, reason in what you're saying. And you're not the only one. To, you're not the only one to say it either. And the frustration. Some very brave people in the media are having a nerve to say enough of the white bashing, enough of talking about toxic masculinity, enough of bashing white supremacy without defining it. What does that mean? Uh, you know, every Val. Let me let me say this to everyone listening. Take a look at all the crosses in all the military cemeteries around America uh, and in the world. By definition, they're all white supremacists. What they go to? They went to war for America. What were they white supremacists to fight Nazism? Do you realize how stupid that is? Exactly. And by the way, when we're talking about white supremacy, does that imply that there is no Hispanic supremacy amongst certain people, and there's no black supremacy amongst certain people, such as Louis Farrakhan? Well, how about Chinese supremacy? I think the time has come. The time has come to stop the garbage and to stop buying the Democrat lie. Now, I want to play a soundbite for you. You're going to listen now to what happened at the Dem debates in clip two, and you'll hear hatred. You'll hear hatred if you want, but it didn't come from white supremacists. It came from demagogues in clip two, Robert. The way we became the greatest country on the face of the planet was literally on the backs of those who were kidnapped and brought here by force. We need to call out white supremacy for what it is, domestic terrorism. We can no longer allow a white nationalist to be in the White House. I think as a white woman of privilege who is a U.S. senator running for president of the United States, it is also my responsibility to lift over those voices that aren't being listened to. And I can talk to those white women in the suburbs that voted for Trump and explain to them what white privilege actually is. I would say... uh, 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 our, our country should be more fearful um, of, of, of white men. The biggest terror threat in this country is white men. Maybe I can, by speaking directly to white people, say, look, this is not All who right. we are. Now you understand what I'm getting at here? You heard hatred from those Democrats that could have triggered this madness. You say no, I say maybe. Savage. The shooter in El Paso posted a manifesto online consumed by racist hate. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies must be defeated. Hate has no place in America. Hatred warps the mind, ravages the heart, and devours the soul. Well, we all agree with that, but why would he say white supremacy was behind these these shooters? Certainly in the first case, he said he wanted to kill Mexicans. You would say that was white supremacy. The second case in Toledo, there was no racism involved, so far as I can tell, having read about this since it occurred. So why now are we focusing again on race when it may not be race? And that's why I said to you, there's enough blame to go around. What would you do? to curb these shootings. How about should prescription medications for depression be seriously curtailed? It is a greater epidemic 
than opioids. Half the military is on these medications. Did you know that? How about violent video games, Mr. Trump? Should they be banned or uh, under the age of 21 controlled? Should the Ten Commandments be put back, in, back into the schools over the objection of the vermin on the left who have brought us the most vile pornography God has ever ever seen on the planet? How about violent pornography while you're at it? Apparently, these kids were involved with it. And yet the porno peddlers in Hollywood are never called out on it because they also own news corporations. The porno peddlers also own the news business. But you don't know that. Because the news business being interlocking corporate directorship with prescription drug manufacturers and video game manufacturers. That's why you hear only a piece of the news. You get snapshots. You never get the movie. I'm giving you the movie, not the snapshots. And while we're at it, how about marijuana? Oh, it's so good for you. Ask ER doctors how good marijuana is for the developing mind before you espouse the lie about marijuana being a calming agent. It has the exact opposite effect on many teenagers. Did you know that? And if you think I'm making it up, ask the ER doctors who are dealing with the catastrophic effects of the big brainwashing about how wonderful marijuana is for everyone. But nevertheless, we remain the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly. Doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. I had one caller who said, oh, the country was founded on hate, that's why. So I asked the ignoramus, what about Sweden, founded by the most barbaric people uh, in, mo in modern times, the Vikings? It was founded on violence. There's no mass shootings over there. He couldn't, he couldn't compute. He couldn't do commonsensical connectivity. He just wanted to hate America. He was raised on hatred, that caller. He hates white people. He hates America. So he says it's because the country was founded on hate. Is there a nation on earth that was not founded on blood? Can you name one nation on earth, and I've asked this before, can you name one nation on earth that was not founded on, on blood? I'd like to know the name of it. Call the show, 855-407-282. Name a nation on earth that was not founded on blood and conquest. Educate me. You know, last night I was watching the, one of the most remarkable nature shows in my life called Serengeti on Nat Geo. I was so moved by it on so many levels. I've never seen nature photography like this. Uh, and and I, I mean, I saw what I already knew was true. And the Kenyan lady who was the narrator just moved me on, in ways uh, that I've never been moved before. The photography was beyond belief. So there are scenes where you see a herd of elephants and a baby elephant is born and they protect it. And then it's slipping on the, in the mud and it can hardly walk and the mama has to push it with the trunk. And then the elephant becomes a little more stable and it starts to explore like babies will. And it wanders off from the herd. It wanders off from the herd. And a lion suddenly appears because the lion is hungry and wants to kill the elephant. And the herd surrounds the other baby elephants. Gets the little baby elephant back and surrounds the baby elephant. But one lion who has no place in the tribe, he's an adolescent male, now has to face off, that lion has to face off the elephant rather. The elephant has to face off against the lion and he chases the lions off and I realized something about man we start as what an, a little family unit little family units then the little family units join together and they create little villages little villages join together and they form towns the little townships get together and they form communities that used to be the way it was in this country who are the communities today that protect each other? Think about what I'm saying to you. Even wild animals protect those of the same stripe. You know, birds of a feather flock together. They protect each other. They protect their young. They protect the most vulnerable, the young and the old and the weak. Tell me where the communities are in America. Let's see, we have every community is known. The LGBT community, the African-American community, the Hispanic community, uh, you name it, but I haven't heard anything about the white community. Where do these boys go to feel like they're part of a community? They go to school and they're told they're no good, that they have toxic masculinity. They shouldn't even be called men. I understand that, these types. Don't think I'm glorifying them. The men are those in the uh, 101st Airborne, 18 years old, they're jumping out of airplanes in Afghanistan. Those are the men. The 82nd Airborne, those are men. 
military. They have men in them. These 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 killers were not men. Don't think I'm sympathizing with them. Not for one second. Make sure you remember, you remember this part of the show. They're not men. They're losers. They're broken losers. But there are many, many elements here, and it's not white supremacy, believe me. If you care to sound off on this, the phone number is 855-400-7282, 855-400-SAVAGE. I mean, there's so many sound bites that we're going to play today and tomorrow. The president really was so off base by letting the wrong people whisper in his ear. Why he would come out and condemn white supremacy on a day like today, which only adds fuel to the fire, I, I do understand why, and it's very sad, but I don't have to say it. But there are so many other things he could have focused on. There were early warning signs amongst one of them. There were red flag laws that should have denied firearms to one of these boys, you know. So there's a lot of blame to go around. But for the Democrats to get up and say it's Trump or it's white people is the sickest part of it all. Any one of those monsters ever ever become president, there'll be a civil war in the country, not just violence. New Jersey, Robert, your opinion counts. Go ahead, please. What's on your mind? Dr. Savage, it's a privilege talking to you, and I love your book, A Savage Life. Uh, I wanted to say everybody's focusing on the fact that these two shooters were white. How about what happens in Chicago every weekend? This weekend, nine dead, 46 shot, and that's every damn weekend in Chicago. What about that? I don't know. Why is it happening in Chicago? They have a Democratic, well, Democrats own Chicago. They have a uh, atheist, lesbian mayor, uh, Democrat. Hold on. The, the, the violence occurred under a, uh, under a mayor before her, under that other one whose name I forgot already, the he, Hollywood mayor. He was in the Obama administration. But I, I know why, your point. Your point is, is that it's think, not white supremacy in Chicago. Nothing. It's not white supremacy in Chicago, and the violence is continuous, is what you're saying. Nine dead, 46 shot in Chicago, and we're not screaming about it. So as I say, there's a lot of blame to go around. One of the best articles on this was by Maureen Callahan of the New York Post, and she wrote, readers sound off on why young American men are so angry. I don't even know if she's a liberal or a conservative. I think she's a liberal, Maureen Callahan, by the way. And she uh, said she ran a column asking one question, why are young American men so angry? And she said emails came pouring in from all over the country, men and women of all ages. And she said what almost all have in common is a belief that the root causes go beyond gun control or violence in the media or first-person shooter games or easy access to hardcore pornography or virtual social lives that allow like-minded youth to interact only with those who stoke and reinforce resentment and anger. She said most of these readers believe that what we're seeing today, with alarming regularity, is a result of a decades-long erosion in education and popular culture, in the family and the workplace and society at large, in the way we now raise and regard boys and young men. She goes on and says, many pointed to the relatively new buzz phrase, toxic masculinity, as emblematic of the liberal and media elite's reflexive contempt, reflexive contempt with trickle-down consequences. Pay attention, Don Lemon. Don Lemon, you stupid idiot, you. That's my words, editorialized on her editorial. So she then goes on to say that Some readers blame women, feminists, women who choose work over devoting themselves as wives and mothers, single mothers for not providing male role models. She says this is not far afield from the warped perception of the so-called community of young men who blame the other sex for their involuntary celibate status. She goes on and says, I initially wrote that what we're living with as a nation is now treated more as a chronic illness to be tolerated rather than solved and eradicated. That our greatest threat isn't Islamic terrorism or Russian hacking or immigration, but our own angry young men who now unleash their rage on unsuspecting civilians with terrifying regularity. She asks, what have we done to cause this? What can we do to stop it? Consider a few of these impassioned replies and I'll read them to you when I return right here on the Savage Nation. Savage.
All right. I have very little time left in this hour. I have another live hour following this. Right after the Pittsburgh massacre, where a white man went uh, on a binge, a crazy killing binge, and shot innocent Jews, killed so many of them, I gave an editorial on this show that you have to hear right now. Listen to what I say because I said stop the rhetoric of hate towards white men who are marginal or the country's going to burn. Listen to clip three. So I'm telling you on the left to cool it because if you think this guy is bad, you're mistaken. Bad is not him. You know, there's an old saying in the radio business. And again, I learned it from my first program director. (laughs) He's now working there again. I used to get death threats in the mail when I first started in radio, and they very ups- deeply upset me because I never had that happen to me. Simply for expressing my views, I was getting death threats. And my program director at KSVO said to me, remember, a flasher never kills. It's the ones you don't see who are the dangerous ones. The real killers are out there. And if you keep provoking them, what you've seen in the last few days will be seen for what it really is, a Halloween show. So I'm warning you leftists to calm down your rhetoric and stop hating Trump and stop hating America and stop putting us down as right-wing buffoons because you're going to wind up in real trouble with them. And it's not me. I'm only a talk show host. Savage. My point was the Pittsburgh shooter was a bottom-feeding white guy, a loser, who wanted to blame somebody for his low status in society. So he blamed poor innocent Jews in a synagogue. This one blamed Mexicans. The third one in Toledo, we don't even know what his motivation was. He killed his own sister. But I'm trying to tell you on the left, particularly you, Don Lemon, you belong in a nuthouse. You and Jake Tapper should be committed to a mental institution for keeping up this litany against whites, white males, and America. That's my opinion. What's yours? I'll come back to take your calls right here on The Savage Nation. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation. Home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. It's another bloodthirsty Monday. Welcome to the Savage Nation. If you just joined us, my first hour of broadcast was about many topics related to the two slaughters over the weekend. And I asked you, should weapons of war be banned? How would you change the laws in order to curb these shootings? Should prescription meds for uh, depression be seriously curtailed? Should violent video games be banned? Marijuana, it promotes violence in teenagers. Ask ER doctors. And then I quoted the mayor of Toledo who wrote, we remain only nation on earth, the only nation on earth where mass shootings continue regularly. It doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. Why here? We invited an NRA spokesman on. They would not come on this show. We invited a spokesman from the gun owner organization. They will not appear on this show. Shame on them because we need to have an adult discussion about military-grade weapons in the hands of people. I'm willing to discuss it with you. I'm not going to blur it. I'm not going to go past it. Because when you have easy access to deadly weapons plus drugs and violence in the media, Quentin Tarantino's movies, Kill Bill, Kill This One, Kill That One, Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro hates Trump, Every, what movie has he not been in where he was not holding a weapon or killing somebody? That goes for Marty Scorsese. Would he be Marty Scorsese if it wasn't for all the violent movies? No other nation on earth combines so many negatives in one. You care to comment on it? Of course uh, you can. There's no open lines because people are very upset right now. I read from a column by Maureen Callahan in the New York Post on readers sound off on why young American men are so angry. And then she um, quoted some of the impassioned replies she received. 
And I will read them to you from her article in the Post. I am 58 years old, farm born and raised, a U.S. Air Force veteran. In your column, you say the moon landing 50 years ago was one of the great triumphs of humanity. Unless you also recall the opinions expressed by the media last week. For example, the Washington Post tweeted, the culture that put men on the moon was intense, fun, family or unfriendly, and mostly white and male. Do you remember what I said about that? How sick these idiots were? She went on. She said they weren't alone, as the New York Times and the UK Guardian echoed the same sentiment. The moon landing to them was racist. And then you write an opinion piece asking why young white men are so angry. Where do young men get a chance to do something they can be proud of? The DNA of men is to do stuff, to build things, to put themselves to the test. These days, the majority of students in college are women. And the men who do attend are subject to crap classes such as women's studies. Other courses are designed to kill their souls and re-educate their brains to default to a sense of guilt because everything done by white men, Columbus, Washington, Robert E. Lee, was evil. Activities that used to be common to young boys while growing up, playing cowboys and Indians, learning how to change a tire on a car, hunting game in the outdoors, are now harshly discouraged. Today's cure for letting boys be boys is to medicate them instead of redirecting their energies. The writer went on and said, this culture and society made boys and young men the enemy. This does not excuse the actions of those who fall prey to evil thoughts and act on them. But asking why young men perform heinous acts? Huh. You see the answers here, don't you? You see them, don't you? So if you want to just listen to Don Lemon and Jake Tapper and the other know-nothing haters, go ahead and do so. You're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to solve the hatred nor stop the next mass murder. We have to have an intelligent conversation. Now, I ask you, should weapons of war be banned? I want someone to call and tell me why we need them. Remember, I am a gun owner. I have been since I'm a teenager, unlike most in the media who are afraid of guns. I do not know how many conservatives in radio even shot a gun in their life. I was on the rifle team. I'm a gun collector. I own antique guns, modern guns. I own legal assault weapons, if you want to call them that. I live in California where you have five-shot clip as the max. I have a Ruger Mini 14, which I've owned since 1984. Uh, I had an AR-15, which I got rid of because it was made illegal by Dan Feinstein. I sold it or got rid of it, sold it to a state where it is legal. I shot them with my son in the 1980s on a range out in Petaluma, California, great range. It was nice to shoot it two, three, four hundred yards and hit it. But we have to ask ourselves, what do we need them for? I told you before, I've asked experts on home defense, and they tell me that a high-powered rifle of this sort is probably the most inefficient, the most dangerous weapon you could use if your home should be broken into. And one of the reasons is the rounds are so powerful, they will go through the, the, the invader and through a wall and kill somebody in the next room. They could kill your wife and children. I don't know if you know this. Some say shotguns are the best defense in the home others say no absolutely not a handgun is the best defense in the home but these kind of weapons are you kidding me why why should we have them let's have a rational discussion zach in nevada line seven what do we need these for you know we've had these kinds of weapons for years and years and years i think the problem with these weapons is they're being polarized by the media because they look scary well, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Don't tell me about the media. I didn't ask you. I know where they're at. They hate white men. They hate guns. I understand that. But why do we need these weapons? They serve many, many purposes. Home defense. Uh, I, I just heard your comments a second ago. Um, I don't know what experts you're, you're speaking with, with all respect, but an AR-15, that is the best home defense weapon. Uh, it's very commonly used in Texas for hog hunting. Um, I hunt with one myself. Um, well, let me ask you, did your father hunt with a semi-automatic rifle, or did he use a, a, a bolt-action lever rifle? He did. My father hunted with an M1A. That's a semi-automatic rifle. Yeah, I know the gun. It's a World War II combat in infantry weapon. So let's go back. Before your father, did your grandfather hunt with an M1A? I couldn't answer that for you. I'm not sure, but uh, probably not. Well, I mean, what I'm getting at is you can kill an animal with a bolt-action 
single-shot rifle just as well, couldn't you? Yes, you could, but a larger animal, no. Those seconds that it would take to fire uh, secondary and third and fourth and, and succeeding shots, those seconds count when it's a large animal like a bear, for example. Well, why, why are you hunting bears? Why, why don't you just leave them alone? Well, I'm not saying I'm hunting bears, Dr. Savage. I'm saying uh, in, in, typically that's the number one predator when you're out hunting. When they smell that you've harvested another animal, they're drawn to you. They're I understand that I'm not here to mock you or make fun of you, but I think we need to have an adult conversation about uh, weapons of war in the hands of people. I'm not talking about people like you or people like me. I am talking about the marginal people who are using them in mass slaughters. We've got to do something, don't we? I agree with you, but if it's not the gun, it'll be a car. It'll be a pressure cooker like in Boston. Well, yeah, but when you look at what this this piece of human trash did in Toledo, you know that he only shot for 30 seconds before the police killed him? Do you know how many people he killed in only 30 seconds? He could never have done that if he did not have a semi-automatic weapon. I think uh, someone going down to the local hardware store who knows what they're doing could get the right components to do a lot more damage than he did. I've heard all of these arguments, but something has to be done here. Something has to change in this country. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out if we can figure it out together. I thank you for calling. I'm going to send you a savage life because I don't want you to go away angry at me. I know what's going to happen. Savage is a liberal. Savage is a communist. Savage was turned. Savage is on the other side. None of that is true. None of that is true. What is true is I need to discuss this rationally and with common sense. Now, let's turn to the issue of prescription drugs and video games. Why, why aren't we talking about it? Why have we not discussed violent video games? Why have we not discussed age limits on violent video games? Why have we not discussed the overprescription of antidepressants? Why? I told you why. Just remember the phrase that Dr. Savage told you about interlocking corporate directorships. You're not going to hear that on NBC, CBS, CNN, Fox News, because they're all corporations which have uh, boards of directors, and some of these individuals sit on the boards of drug companies, video game companies, movie companies. You haven't heard anything about that, have you? Let's hear what you have to say. Here's a nurse calling, Christina in Seattle. Christina, thanks for joining the conversation. Go ahead, please. Christina, you're on the radio. Go ahead. Oh, I love this. A national show. Okay, maybe she needs a prescription drug. Let's go to Oregon. Jason, line five. Go ahead, please. Uh, Dr. Savage, thanks for bringing up the subject of violent video games, even though it's been poo-pooed by other conservative media out there. Um, wait, wait. Are you saying conservatives in the media are not saying violent video games have some part in this behavior? Uh, well, I've heard, like, uh, another radio show kind of poo-poo it away why where does he get the evidence to that i mean there's been studies on violent video games provoking violent thoughts in people i mean it's common sense isn't it it is common sense i mean you take mortal Kombat 11 for example where you have the most horrible depictions of uh dismemberment and uh killing for enjoyment of these kids that they play it for like hours and hours a day so you're a video game player yourself and i didn't know about the game i really don't play these games i never let my kids play them that was a long time ago. What did you say the name of the game is? Mortal Kombat 11? Yeah. Why, and they show decapitations and, and, and other such butchery? Decapitations. Uh, the characters will rip off the spinal cords of the opponent. Uh. No, that's nice. Right in Hollywood. Go ahead. Go go look at another moron with, with, with hair plugs driving around in a Lamborghini. The town's filled with them. They go into the pasta palaces in Santa Monica. The schmucks. They have blood on their hands to you. And to me, by the way, another one, probably vote for Obama and support liberal causes, global warming. Got it. Las Vegas, Darren, line seven. Who do you blame? Go ahead, please. Yeah, doctor. Uh, I've noticed that in all these past shootings, these uh, whatever, the white kids or whatever, they're all on uh, antidepressants. Uh, the, the majority of the last shootings have all been involved, involved with these kids. That, uh, You're not alone in that thought. I had an argument today with a family member who said it's all got to do with the antipsychotic drugs. Uh, I don't say it's all. I said this is a multifactorial problem. That's one of the major issues, you know. 
an antidepressant, what could be more depressing than wanting to kill yourself or, or somebody else? Uh, and <laughs> know what these side effects are. And they've continued to give it to, to kids. Now, what about violent pornography? Yeah, yeah and video games. I think that, uh, you know... Oh, no, let's move away from video games and prescription drugs. What about violent pornography? When you have these soy boys who hate women because they can't get them, and they only live through demented chat rooms and violent pornography, and the hate that they have for women, they take out on everybody around them. Don't you think there's an element to that? Yeah, it may be, but I, I couldn't. Uh, I haven't watched violent pornography. I don't know what's involved in that, but I've seen the, these shoot-up games where the kids are in a fantasy world and going around and killing everything they can, and, I, and that has to have effect on their, their development as a, you know teenagers or 12 or 8 years old, however old they are, and they start playing these games. And they think that's some kind of... Old- I understand. I agree. We have Look, I say this is a multifactorial problem, and there's got to be a multifactorial answer to the question of violence in America. That would include discussing weapons of war, prescription overuse, pres- antidepressant prescription drug overuse, Violent video games, age limits, marijuana use. All of these factors need to be factored into a solution, Darren. I agree with with people who say, yes, it's this or it's that. But it's many things. It's not one thing. If it's one thing we learned in, in science, if it's one thing we learned in biomedical science, is that diseases are multifactorial in many cases. They're not caused by a single germ or a single thing. And we can't look at a single causation for this uh, epidemic of gun violence that we have in America. It's a multifactorial problem, and it's going to take a multifactorial answer. And unfortunately, this White House does not have the right wise men around it to come up with that answer. I'll be right back. Savage. Multifactorial problem requiring multifactorial solutions, some form of weapons control antidepressant overprescription, violent video games, media hatred of whites, marijuana overuse among teens. I just tweeted that. If you'd like to add to that or debate those statements, I would welcome your call at 855-407-282. Mike in uh, California is an ER doctor. I don't know what he's going to say. Mike, what's on your mind? Dr. Savage, uh, I'm a uh, military veteran ER doctor. No one's asking the question, uh, as to except you as to why these shootings happen, they don't make the connection between uh, early regular heavy teenage marijuana use, especially in young males, and then they get misdiagnosed and put on psych meds. Mm. And, uh, and then yes, yes, early and frequent marijuana use when they are in their junior high school years will change the developing brain and turn them into something that they are not inherently uh, like. And then they become a little crazy and they put them on antipsychotic drugs, which makes them even worse. And you're a doctor. I've been saying ask an ER doctor. I'm not making this up out of whole cloth. I've studied the medical literature. You're, you're 100% spot on, sir. And uh, I've been, uh, people don't want to hear this. Uh, it explains a lot of the homelessness. These young men, they come in our ER, they're homeless. I ask them, how long you've been smoking marijuana? They've been smoking marijuana for years since they were teens every day. Well, again, you're not going to get this message out there because the marijuana industry is so prevalent right now. They control the message. They control the corporations. They control the news. They made everyone think marijuana is benign and good for you. Let me remind everybody right now how right this doctor is. You ever hear the word uh, hashish? You know what hashish is? It's the tar of marijuana. Allegedly, certainly more powerful than marijuana, but it's marijuana, right? It's cannabis sativa that's been made into a tar. Do you know where the word hashish comes from? It derives from the Arabic, assassin. Because the Arab assassins would smoke hashish before they went out on a butchering spree. Doctor, you're a thousand percent right. Let me send you a copy of my book, A Savage Life. Be back in a minute to take your calls on what we should do to stop this madness. Savage. What about violent rap music? How about violent rap music that these white boys listen to? I've seen them. They ride around listening to this trash, this garbage. They're invited to the White House, of course, the rappers. It's a demographic that apparently uh, they need. 
Kim Fouche writes, Trump, Trump is done for labeling the people who want stable, closed, safe borders as white supremacists. Israel has borders and multiple checkpoints inside Israel to keep out interlopers. We do not call them Jewish supremacists. We don't blame them. So you see, if you don't see the big picture, you see the small picture. And if you only see the small picture, you become one of the mentally deranged talking heads on television. What about the mentally deranged talking heads on CNN who immediately, immediately went to bat and blamed us and called every one of us racists? Did you hear that? Did you hear the montage of the Dems blaming Trump for the shootings? That came up almost immediately. What's the guy's name who runs CNN? He belongs, I think, in prison for what he's doing, for disseminating hate. The guy who runs CNN, I think, should be locked up by the federal government for telling his marionettes to promote hatred towards white people. He's a white person, by the way. But he's so evil that the evil pours out of his mouth. Listen to this montage and tell me if you think this is correct in clip one. I want to say with more moral clarity that Donald Trump is responsible for this. The president has got to stop that racism and that xenophobia immediately. He's, he's been calling Mexican immigrants rapist criminals. Um, I, I don't know, like, what the f***? The president unquestionably has aligned himself in his language with white nationalists and white supremacists. He bears the responsibility. As our national leader, you have a role to play in either fanning the flames of division or trying to bring Americans of different backgrounds together. These shootings were clearly, at least in part, a result of his racist rhetoric. That's clear. It reminds me of the 1930s in Germany. When you talk about invasions and hordes of people, and when you talk about Mexicans as criminals and rapists and the country under siege, you have people who are going to see that as a sign that they have got to take up arms. Do you think the president is racist? Well, Jesus Christ, of course he's racist. He's been racist from day one before day one. All right. You get the liars. You get it. These people are all not looking in the mirror very closely because the very things they accuse uh, Donald Trump of, they are clearly themselves, clearly as clear as a bell. There are so many answers to this problem, and each one connects to the next one. They're not separate. They're connected. That's what I've been trying to say to you. It's a multifactorial epidemic of gun violence in America. And there will be a multifactorial answer, but you're not going to get it from uh, this government. You're not going to get it from Obama's government. You're not going to get it from government. Do you know why? Because government is incompetent. I don't care who's running it. I don't care how bright they were in the world they came from. Once you become a government person, you lose uh, your ability to even use common sense. It's a multifactorial problem. Multifactorial uh, answers need to be applied. And I've told you what they are. They range from uh, drugs, uh, video games, marijuana, uh, violent video games, media hatred of whites, marijuana overuse among teens, antidepressant overprescription, weapons control. It's a multifactorial problem which requires a multifactorial solution. We'll get a blue ribbon commission while another one's planning another murder spree. And uh, there's no single answer to this. But I asked a, a leading question earlier. I, I think maybe I'll get a person who's going to talk about it now. I said, should weapons of war be banned? And again, you're not talking to a flaming liberal here. I am what I am. I've owned guns all my life. Even though I'm a New Yorker, I own guns legally my whole life, especially when I moved to California. I felt very free to be able to own a gun to protect myself and my family. I've always felt great. In fact, there was a great freedom to me to be able to buy guns in California and keep them in my house. I felt terrific, knowing that if, God forbid, something happened, at least I have a fighting chance. In New York, I had no chance whatsoever with all of the laws against guns. You sit there like a victim. So I loved it. I loved that I could buy them, and I learned how to use them. But here we are sitting, and I'm saying to you, times they have changed with the drugs, with the violent video games, with the hatred towards white boys. And a lot of these people are marginal. They take it personally. We have to come up with some answers here. But I asked, what about these weapons of war? What do we need them for? Robert in Connecticut, go ahead, please. Your answer is something we're waiting for. Yes, uh, it's very simple, Dr. Savage, and it's called balance of power. And what that means is basically we need to have the ability to uh, have the great equalizer. 
as far as uh, uh, against government uh, democide. So, in other words, if the government becomes a rogue leftist government, you're all ready for them with your AR-15 in your house in Connecticut, right? Well, this is well. This is a very important part of the Second Amendment. Well, no, no, I'm saying if let's say your worst paranoid nightmare comes to fruition, and Elizabeth Warren steals the presidency, and she tries to take over uh, in America, you're going to hold off the government with your AR-15. Well, th- this is coming from. First of all, let me let me add that I am uh, a, a son of an immigrant. My father came from Poland. But that's irrelevant. What's relevant is the discussion we're having about guns. Well, it, it, it's very relevant because we have to go back to history. You always said that history is important. You know, my my father lived during communism in Poland. You know, he he saw the all the bad things that happened. Well, I'm fully aware of what Pol Pot did when he took over Cambodia after becoming a Marxist. He had all the guns seized at checkpoints throughout Cambodia. And I know that the people were then rounded up, put into slave labor and killed. I get that. So you're arguing if they all had AR-15s, they w- that wouldn't have happened in Cambodia? Well, and, if the Jews had, and if the Jews had had AR-15s or the equivalent in Germany, there wouldn't have been a Holocaust? No, it, 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 but, uh, one thing for certain is we don't know what would happen, but I do know... All right, yeah, but I'm saying, wait a minute now. I didn't say no guns, did I? Did I say no guns? No. No, I didn't say that. I mean, we, well, let's be very clear about this. Yeah, but... Let's go back to the worst trauma of the, of the last century, which was the Holocaust. And I don't know whether you're Jewish or Christian, but okay, you're bringing up Poland and this and that. I had a man say to me, he was a doctor, a psychiatrist, that if a, every Jew in Germany had been armed with a handgun, even a six-shot 38 or 32 caliber gun when the gestapo came around and knocked on their doors and said come with me pack an overnight bag if every jewish father came out with a gun and shot two of them even knowing he would die that would have stopped the holocaust within the first month because the german people did not want disorder in that country and this was all done in silence you, you know that don't you in the beginning Dr. Savage, well, look i'm a navy veteran there's other veterans out there we know that uh you do have to defend the constitution Okay, and having the right... What does the Second Amendment really say? Does anyone really know what the Second Amendment says? Well, it it, it tells us that we have the right to bear arms. Okay, bear arms, but what arms? Can we bear... Are there limits on the arms we can bear? Can you have, for example, a rocket launcher in your apartment? Once again, we have to take... No, let's, let's go down the list logically together. Are you allowed to have a Stinger missile in your closet? Talk about small arms, what they are. 50 caliber or less. That's pretty well, how do you know it's fifty caliber? The Constitution didn't have calibers in it. Well, we'll go go back to the uh, go back to the uh, Revolutionary War and take a look at the arms they had. And yeah, I know what they had. They were like fifty caliber round balls that you had to take about about two minutes or three minutes to load each one. But you, they did not have repeating rifles. They did not have bolt action rifles. They did not have semi-automatic weapons. They had single shot. Uh, uh, weapons that required fuses and, and, and they powder. Had, they had the equivalent of what the British had. So okay, re- but I don't want to get trapped in the in the rhetoric or, or the minutiae right now of what kind of weapons we're talking about. Is what very- does the Second Amendment really mean? Sh- nothing shall be infringed upon our right to bear arms. What do bearing arms mean? That that is very critical. Right there is defining. Because the media... I'm going to play something for you right now. Um, when, when Elena Kagan, who's as liberal and left-wing as they come, was being confirmed for the Supreme Court, the other deep state plant, Senator Leahy, asked her pointedly to make sure she got approved what she s- felt about the Second Amendment. That's one which she said, it's established law. It's established law. Listen to this right now. Robert, please play it. Is there any doubt uh, after the court's decision, Heller and McDonald, that the Second Amendment to the Constitution... Secure is a fundamental right for an individual to own a firearm, use it for self-defense in their home. There is no doubt, Senator Leahy, that is binding precedent, entitled to all the respect uh, of binding precedent in, in, in any case. So that is settled law. Settled law. It's settled law. Elena Kagan says it's settled law. Settled law. But we're discussing what does it actually mean? The right to bear arms. Nothing shall infringe upon a citizen's right to bear arms. I think that's what we're discussing. What's the limitation? Dr. Savage, we have to look at history. You have to study it. You have to see what we went through. If we had the equivalent of what the British had back then, that's what the Second Amendment means right there. Okay? And, that, and that's part of our Constitution. Well, that's your, that's your interpretation, but I don't think it's the only interpretation. 
differently. Is I, not I don't know what the. I really think that we need to go through that Second Amendment and, and ask, ask ourselves what does no government shall infringe upon an individual's right to bear arms? What does it actually mean? It, it means exactly what it says. It, it was, I know, but what do you mean by bear arms? We're limited right now. You can't have a Stinger missile in your closet. Well, well, we, you can't have a bazooka. It's quite. You can't. You can't have a howitzer. You can't have a tank in your in your closet. That we do have laws. Okay, we do have. I'm saying, but we're, we're, so we're discussing. Where does that law begin and end? At what point is it too much weaponry for an average person to have? Well, it's, a, it's a very critical point in time. As you I know it is, and you're saying there should be no limit. No, it should be. A, I, it should be a 50 caliber gun and could shoot two miles. It should be a semi-automatic weapon uh, with unlimited rounds in, in clips. There are those who would argue that's not what the Second Amendment meant. Not say that. I th- I came on the show. My my first thing was balance of power. Okay, it's very very critical that we understand what that means. That means we have so well when you balance of power against a government. Whether it's a government. Or Do you actually think, having seen all the sieges in your lifetime, of nutcase people with guns, when you get a tax squad approaching them, do you think that even an AR-15 is going to keep away a tax squad? That that has nothing to do with that at that point. Well, it has everything to do with it. Well, well, here, well, here because these guns are falling in the hands of marginally mentally ill people who should not have a gun at all. You, you know that this one in Toledo in only 30 seconds till the brave police came there and killed him? Do you know how many he killed and wounded in 30 seconds because he was able to spray him by bing, 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 just pulling the trigger over and over again? I know it's not fully auto, but it was semi-auto. Look how many rounds he got off in 30 seconds. I, I, I fully understand it, but you have to... That's what I'm saying, and I don't have the answer. But I appreciate the fact that we're going to start having an adult discussion here. Maybe it will begin on this show. Maybe you never expected me to discuss this. Maybe now I'm going to be attacked by the nutcases. Maybe the NRA is now going to join together and send, spend millions of dollars saying I'm a liberal, a communist, a socialist, a deep state plant. They could say what they want. I invited the NRA on this show. They would not come on. They're a bunch of cowards and a bunch of grifters. They're a bunch of money-grubbing grifters. I invited them on this show. They wouldn't even come here and discuss this issue. But they're not the issue. This is the only country on earth where mass shootings continue regularly. It doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. And we are asking why here and what can we do about it? I was very disappointed in the president attacking white supremacy. He is now saying everyone who is concerned about the illegal alien invasion is a white supremacist. He suddenly has joined who? Now he's like Jake Tapper now and the rest on CNN. That was a mistake, Mr. President. I am sorry. That is going to cost you thousands, if not tens of thousands of votes. Listen again to the big mistake Donald Trump made today by not listening to the right people, not having wise men around him, but having fools around him. Listen to this clip, six. The shooter in El Paso posted a manifesto online consumed by racist hate. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. These sinister ideologies... Do you understand what he just said? He has now combined racism, hatred. What else did he say? Condemn racism. We all agree with that uh, on all sides, by the way, including Hispanic racism, Hispanic bigotry of the type espoused almost daily by occasional cortex. Muslim bigotry, Muslim racism must be condemned. There's a lot of this on all sides. It must be condemned. But then to single out and say white supremacy when the Toledo shooter, the motive is not even known yet. He shot his own sister. The first one, okay, yes, he was out to get Mexicans. He was insane. The manifesto was insane. By the way, I read the manifesto. You want to hear the odd part about it, which leads me to ask some bigger questions? It was extremely literate. There was not a grammatical error in that. It looks like it was written by an expert in the English language. I do not believe that that shooter was capable of that writing, and I believe he's part of some bigger picture. I'll be right back. Savage. It is the Savage Nation. Uh, Many, many, many questions more than answers here. What would you do to stop these mass shootings? Who do you blame? One says it's overuse of prescription medications for anti-depression, especially amongst the young. I agree with them. Another says violent video games need to be either banned or limited to those over 21. I agree with that. Another one says it's CNN hating white people. I agree with that. Another says study the uh, mental state of children 
who are using marijuana and what it does to their brains. I agree with that. Another says, wait a minute, what about weapons of war? How about banning them? I'm not sure about that. I'm still thinking about it. Right now, we're not afraid of our government. But under Obama, we were. And uh, when Trump is finished in six years or so, when a Democrat takes power, and believe me, they will, what if it's one of these fanatics like Elizabeth Warren? One of these fanatics like Elizabeth Warren who wants to take away your right to bear arms. What's going to happen then? What you're saying is if I have a semi-automatic weapon and there's millions of us who do, they're not going to come so fast. I understand that argument as well. But it still remains true that this doesn't happen elsewhere in the world. Why is it happening here? We have to have this discussion. We're not having this discussion except on this show. These bipolar drugs... These antidepressant drugs, violent video games, violent pornography, the feminist takeover of the institutions of higher learning, which have become cauldrons of hatred towards white boys. These are all societal problems that have solutions. I'm not going to solve the problem. I'm only going to raise the answers to these problems. Tomorrow is another day where we'll continue this discussion. I've only begun to scratch the surface of this epidemic of violence. Please be with me tomorrow. And visit me online at michaelsavage.com, where I will continue to post some of my previews for tomorrow's show. Thank you for listening to the Savage Broadcast. The Westwood One Podcast Network.